Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey, fuckers. Welcome to another episode. Guys, we fucked. It's the Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Hey, you all right? If you're not, you're in luck because today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company for as little as 32 bucks a week. You can work with an experienced licensed therapist handpicked just for you. On Talkspace, you could send text, audio, and video messages to your therapist and talk about your life, work through what's keeping you up at night, or just work on feeling a bit happier. To sign up and learn more, go to Talkspace.com slash GWF. And to show your support for this podcast, use code GWF to get 30 bucks off your first month. That's GWF at Talkspace.com slash GWF. Come see us live. Please. On Friday, May 26th, Nacho Bitches is at New York Comedy Club as always. Uh, it's 11.15 p.m. Use code Nacho for $10 tickets. I co-host that one with Blair Saki. We have a really fun lineup. And also, the show is 16 and up. Obviously, you can't fucking have a beer if you're 16, but you can come and see the show and have a soda like a goddamn 16-year-old. Yeah, be a goddamn 16-year-old. And then the next day, if you're 16, sorry, you guys stay at home. But Saturday, May 27th is Glamour Puss hosted by myself and Wendy Starling at Zinc Bar uh, in the West Village. And that's going to be really exciting. That's 21 and up. We are taking Glamour Puss to Los Angeles the following month on Saturday, June 24th. We're going to be at the Belly Room in the Comedy Store for 10.30 p.m. show. Ticket link should be up by the time you're hearing this. Um, If not, it'll be up within days. And then uh, Wednesday, June 7th, back in New York, it's the Comedian Project happens at the Standing Room. That's an eight o'clock show. Tickets for that are only $5. Uh, And, you know, I don't even think you need a code anymore. It's just $5. We'll let you in. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. And there's really cool drinks. Uh, And then come with us on the road, guys. This today. (laughs) Today. Today. We were there yesterday, too. We're here now. We're here, you pieces of shit. And then we're here tomorrow as well in Las Vegas, Nevada for the Crapshoot Comedy Festival. We're doing Guys We Fuck the Experience. We're doing stand-up shows. Definitely get your tickets to Guys We Fuck the Experience. And then if you want to stick around for the stand-up shows, come to those, too. Minneapolis, where you at? You're going to be with us Thursday, June 1st at the Women's Club. Milwaukee, Friday, June 2nd, we'll be at the Pabst Theater. Chicago, Saturday, June 3rd, we're doing two shows at Talia Hall, 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. And then Montreal, Canada, Just for Laughs, we are back for that festival, July 24th through the 29th. We're doing the Guys We Fucked Experience, we're doing a live podcast recording, and we're co-hosting two stand-up shows. Make sure to get those Guys We Fucked uh, tickets ASAP, because they will sell out, and also uh, we might add shows then if you sell them out. Dude. we will look better. Yeah, you know what I want to do in Vegas? What do you want to do in Vegas? Steven's friend Jared said that this is the thing you could do. Fucking shoot a bazooka in the desert for money. You could pay money to shoot. I don't know if it's called a bazooka, but it's one of those like tubes oh. that you hold like in the army now. That's one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Uh, and I remember they had them and you just shoot giant thing. You want to do that? What, like a good, like a gun or like a... It's like a like a military-grade weapon is what it seems like. I just want In the desert part makes it seem not legit. Well, because you can only shoot it in the desert. <laughs> right, of course. Because there's no one around. Right. Except cacti, and they don't give a shit. Well, I mean, possibly. I am... I did shoot a gun for the first time this you, week. Oh, you did? That's what I did this week. Oh, my God. So it's Whoa. funny that you said that. That's so funny. Yeah. I'm psychic. Because, uh, well... 
I this was on my to-do list for like this year was to learn how to shoot a gun. Same. Because I'm very scared of guns. Same. Uh, but I don't see them going anywhere in the, in the near future. You might as well get comfortable with them should one be pushed in your direction. Right. I mean, which is, kind of, you know, it's obviously like, you know, you have to do it many times to feel, I can't just take one, go to the range one time and then be like, <laughs> I know like, what to do in emergency. G.I. Jane, cunts. Right. Nor do I want to own a gun. Yeah, me either. Uh, however, like I had never even touched one. So now I like know how it works. I know how to load bullets into a magazine, how to properly Whoa. do it, how to take the safety off, how to hold my finger so that when the thing comes back, it doesn't chop my finger off. You know all the terms. Well, I knew magazine. There's like, there's a, there's a slider on the top, but uh, basically, yeah. So I learned how to shoot two types of guns. I learned how to shoot a Glock, which is like that classic <gasps> black gun that yeah. you see, like that cops have, that you see in movies. Yeah. That rappers talk about sometimes. And AK, yes. what about AK? No. Oh, and then I learned AK. how to shoot a 1911, which is a heavier gun. It called a 1911 because it was created in 1911. Oh. Um, it looks, you know, also like kind of a classic gun. I actually liked that one better, but the aim is less precise. Was there With kick- the Glock, you can it's pretty precise was it called kickback or pushback mm-hmm. or? there's kickback kickback the kickback on the glock wasn't that bad i mean you have to be if you're you know if you're just shooting it willy-nilly you're gonna hit yourself in the fucking face but <laughs> yeah uh you, you know it's kind of actually similar stance to skiing you're leaning forward your arms are locked mm. uh and then yeah so with the glock my aim was actually pretty good uh 1911 it was just you, you just can't see through the the viewfinder did as you go well. with james Oh God. Yeah, of course. Do you think it was hot when you shot the gun? And did you think it was hot when he shot the gun? Neither. I, oh. Nothing about it was hot. Cause it, you're wearing those headphones. It was so, <laughs> it was so, when I first walked into the range, it was so scary to be, you know, cause there's 12 ports with people all just shooting guns with their Ooh. friends. And I mean, like there's really not that I mean, much of a barrier. The there. only thing preventing them from turning around and killing everybody is their sanity. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't worried about that. I was more concerned about accidents. People are stupid. True. And y- you know, and, the, and there's casing flying everywhere. The casing's just flying back at you. It's That's hit, the remainder of the bullet. Yeah. It hit me shell. in the fucking head a million times. Oh. Uh, I mean, wearing a helmet. I guess you don't wear it. <laughs> no, you just wear it. Yeah, I mean, you're protecting your ears and you're protecting your eyes. Yeah. Uh, so that, yeah. yeah. So it was just, yeah. So, I mean, when I first walked in, it, it was so scary that I, oh, I like was started to cry, like not full cry, but like that kind of like when your eyes well up, cause it was, it was so frightening. Honestly, mm. when I was at one of my friend's houses uh, by a lake in Pennsylvania, her dad had a gun in at the lake house and he took it out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, get that away from me. Get it away from me. Yeah. I don't want to be in the same room as it. No, I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, so many accidents happened. James, was telling me his his friend growing up uh was showing some like uh vintage weapons that his dad had in the house one of them was loaded and he ended up fucking killing himself in front of another friend yeah jesus in like middle school i was like oh that's great oh my god and can you believe that some fucking states allow you to open carry in a fucking bar Right. Well, I, I mean, mean, we've been to states where they you can open carry or you can like you can definitely they're like there's signs about like, oh, make sure your gun is put away. <laughs> and I'm like, that's like, not even someplace I want to be. I know. Or the, there's a the movie theater right by my ha- apartment is there's a sign on every door that says no guns. I'm like, what? We're in New York. Right. No shit. No guns. Right. Ugh. Right. Because I mean, we had to go to New Jersey to go there, to the range. So we went to Gun for Hire in Woodland Park. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's been around for th- it's been open for three years. And in three years, one point two 
million people have shot there. That is an absurd amount of wow. people. Wow. I bet that's more people than people who have like volunteered for a thing or like given blood. It's just or- a lot. <laughs> I mean, and, and because they also, you can come from any state, you can come from any country. And, you know, they were, they were super professional and kind and it was educational and someone kind of helped me through everything, which I thought was great. So the guns ultimately were not the scary thing, but what was scary was looking around Looking at all these fucking people what they? What? who Yo. know how to shoot guns. Yeah. I mean, Did any of them not, look shady as fuck? Just not. Yeah. Not, not, yeah, not, the, not, the, not the people that I wanted to see having guns. Just not. It didn't Send look. Send me white trash. Didn't look. Just a variety of trash. It just didn't look. <laughs> trash of all colors. Yeah. It just didn't look like people who were like really like thinking this through. They're probably, oh, I'm going to gun, Bobby. Okay, let's drink some It wasn't a lot of that because I mean, oh. we, were, we were in New Jersey. Like that's not that far oh, from like, I'm going to go and shoot a gun, mom. Fuck you. It was just a lot. I mean, and I will say it was a cornucopia of human beings. Like just a lot of were different. Every ethnicity. Women too. Oh my God. Tons of women. Yeah. Asian, African-American, Latino, everyone, truly everyone was what, covered. What? Wow. Yeah. What a, di- what a, you found diversity in a surprising place. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, it's Trump's America, baby. So get your gun. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I, guns have been popular for a long time. I think we just live in a, live in like a sheltered world where we don't know anything about them, but it was just, yeah, it was just so very, it was very weird. Did you have like crazy gun sex after that or no? Nah? It was just purely. An oh God, no, we were out all day. We, had, we, we woke up at 8 a.m. to volunteer. So wow. we were really tired. And then I show after. No, I was fucking. We went home and went right to bed. And we went what to Outback Steakhouse. Productive day. Mm-hmm. What a good couple day. Mm-hmm. I could have one of those. There was a lot going on. I'll have one of those when this book is done and it's finally done. <laughs> oh my God. Not sleeping. I mean, Matt, when you masturbate on your couch at 6.30 a.m., just out of boredom because you stayed up that late and you just can't go to sleep and you're just looking at the ceiling and you're like trying to figure out something to masturbate to and you're like, I'm blank. I, I have no no thoughts in my Yeah, head. I would never push myself to masturbate at that I point. I was that just seemed, like- That sense seems like torture. What else am I going to do? I couldn't go to sleep. Trying to fall asleep when I can't is more torturous to me. Uh, you can't just fall right asleep when you're after you've stayed up all night? No. When I stay up all night, it's like I'm on like a roll and I can't- Were you drinking coffee? No. I didn't drink coffee. Nothing. Ugh. All I had was water and green fucking tea and throat coat. Yeah. See, I don't have any problem falling asleep. I don't. That's not a world I live in. I don't know. I can fall asleep right now on your couch. It's just, I'm so over porn. I'm so over it. Mm -hmm. I've watched all, I mean, I haven't watched all the porn, but I'm just like, oh, I've exercised all the categories that I'm interested in. You become desensitized to it. So then you have to find, like, think of people in like real life. That's where you get into real, some real fucked up shit and you can't unsee it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't like to do that. No. I haven't been able to masturbate because of the dog. I can't. Oh. He's like in my room and I feel. When you wake up. Oh, even if he's totally sound asleep, he's not going to wake up. That I feel, I feel gross. Masturbating with it. He's a little puppy. He doesn't need to be around that. And also, he I like mean, does he give my a shit? Feet. He doesn't give a shit. Maybe he's, he's a great happy perv. He loves my panties and he, he licks the crotch of them. But that's his business. <laughs> I love you, mom. Yeah. I don't know. He like licked my butthole the other day. I was like, no. He licked your butthole? I, yeah. Were you crouching naked? I like, I was giving him a bath and I bent over because I was, I have, I was like, I'm naked. I'm giving him a bath because I have to fully immerse right. myself in water. And I was like, I could get in a bathing suit, but I really can't even find I one. I mean, your dog doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't give a shit. And I'm like, not, not like the hole, like the top. 
like your the little the no 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 like the, the top crease. of the crack? the crease yeah and oh. i was like alfred <laughs> please boy please. baby boy what you do i have humans who can do that <laughs> <laughs> does james eat your bottle I don't know. I was like, we're like very. We've we've been have have a very boring sex life. Yeah, you've always said that, but that's good though. If you, you enjoy that as long as you can, you know. I don't think he, I don't know. He's not against it. I just don't know if we've even gotten there. He's he's he likes to eat pussy a lot. Oh, and you don't what want a great guy. And you don't and you don't want to go butt to pussy. So you got to be careful. <laughs> oh yeah, you can go from pussy you can to go butt, pussy though. to butt, but you can't but go butt like, to pussy. Yeah, it, that should be a bumper sticker. Right. right. And then usually after pussy, I don't like being touched for a sec because I'm too yeah. sensitive. Yeah, me too. I'm like, don't <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, oh, I'm starting this. Uh, so, guys, it's your favorite time of the podcast. Oh, favorite time of the year. When we thank one by one the people <laughs> who bought our book. I didn't have enough time to give you only the hard names, but I'm going to do that next week. That's fine. I'm up for the challenge. (laughs) Thank you very much to Becca Haley, Jenna Williams, Megan Pope, Ashley Lorenz, Jeannie Horton, Juliana Marr, Hannah Sanders, Angela Swain. (laughs) I like she said like Twain. Like I was like, how bad do you think we are at reading names? Uh, That was probably for me. (laughs) Uh, Lauren Josie, Janelle Johnson, Brittany Boylemeyer, Julia Gurin, Bridget Hanley, Trinity Moe, Destiny Jackson, Pamela Abel's. Kimber Wolf, Maisie Rugen, Regina Santangelo, Liz Evans, Michelle Stambolia, uh, Hillary Kinshaw. Bless you. <laughs> Danielle Santiago, Kelsey May, Paris Fossa, Samantha Stenbeck, Rebecca Brennan, Laura Falgu, Shannon Birch, uh, Lindsay Smith, Stacey Cabin, Libby Haga, Alexis Devine, Tafana Brown, Kristen Monroe, Becky Waples, Christina DeFonte, Audrey Jujik. That's like Icelandic. So I don't know how to pronounce those names. But you still did Bjork. a good job. Bjork. Bjork. Someone, someone named Bjork bought our book? No, no, no. I'm saying oh. the, the, the letters are like set up what? like Bjork. What if it just said Bjork? I'd be like, yo, Bjork bought our book. Oh, oh God, no. Yo, I work mad hard on that book. I doubt Bjork even knows how to do online shopping. Uh, Kenzie <laughs> Abbott, Candace Clark, Valentina Abril, uh, Rebecca Stewart, Elise Austin, Jessica Saad, Savannah Gordon, Namisha Patel, Amanda Crawford, Ben Silver. Mercedes Vega and Melissa Rutzer. You know, when you read names, like several names in a row, they just sound like fake fucking you're fucking with us. Like you're pranking us. Right. Well, I mean, I don't even think I'm better. I just go for it. I I know. And I, okay. All right. I'm going to go for it. (sighs) Sonia Ferrandi, Sammy Gierko. Fuck. God damn it. Katie Howell, Ashley Auer, Lila Moore, Simone Schicker. Gina Whitney, Kylie Sredden, Ambria Caldwell, Liz Dunn, Samantha Merrill, Julie Greco, Sarah Myers, Beatrice Casillas, Dawn Anderson, Leah Strickman, Hannah Sands, Sind. Oh, fuck you. Sind Huju. Sind Huja Marugu. I'm sorry, man or girl. Eli Kazoom. Great last name. Ashley Heighton, Anna Wildman, Amanda Meyer, Amber Porter, Rachel Pizer, Riser. Jenna Griffin, Molly Love, Madeline Goodman, Katie Martin, Mary Contour, Alexandra Daigle. What? Did I fuck something up? No, you just said Katie Martin so slowly to make sure that because everyone it was, knew it was because you did it right. Check out this map pronunciation, Katie y'all. Katie Martin. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do it again. Nailed it. Again. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Becky Dombrowski, Bailey Burns, 
Jessica Weatherby, Chelsea Parrish, Shelby Gilliard, Demetra King, Donna Clutterbuck, Megan McLean, Samantha Galati, Alyssa Galloway, Daniela Vences, Autumn Hardwick, Fallon Bittner. What a great name. <clears throat> Catherine Grant, Caroline Merriman, Nikki Roop, Celine Fitzgerald, Dakota Hart, Juliet Wright, Sivan Salem, Carolyn and Claire. My mom and I plan on sharing it even though I paid for it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know. All right. And thank you also to Casper, who is sponsoring today's episode. The Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Its supportive memory foam creates uh, an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right <clears throat> bounce. Try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Casper understands the importance of truly sleeping on a mattress before you commit, especially considering you're going to spend a third of your life on it. There's free shipping and returns to the U.S. and Canada with over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars. It's quickly becoming the internet's favorite mattress. Uh, and I have a Casper mattress. I have several, actually. <laughs> Alfred Between has two one. Of us, are there four Caspers? Because you got, well, you had them take that one back for King. No, they couldn't take it back. But oh. yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I'm giving it to Mike Coscarelli, actually. Oh, oh. yeah. Uh, That's a good friend. But yeah, no, I have it. It's great. And honestly, the, I mean, the most important thing is it's a super comfortable mattress, but I've done research and like for the price point that they are offering you, it's by far the best oh deal. Oh my God. I mean, so mattresses good. can be thousands and thousands of dollars. And this one is just like, for some, if you don't, if you are not a an extremely rich person, this is the best mattress you're going to be able to to afford it's super comfortable uh easy to clean it's cute i like the side how it looks like like little denim jeans yeah it is cute actually yeah it's a nice it's a really really nice mattress uh so you can get 50 dollars towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash gwf and using the offer code gwf terms and conditions apply yo we got a new sponsor and I am very <laughs> excited about this shit. I love listening to, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I, there's all these companies that I've noticed are emerging and they're, uh, as far as I could tell, they're only advertising on podcasts. And these fucking companies are great because they allow you to do, get these good products for a cheaper price because the, there's no middle person. You just order it from the warehouse and they're like, okay, yeah, here. Um, and this new sponsor I'm super amped about, they're called La Tote. So I do this thing with my wardrobe where I'm constantly looking in my closet with a blank look on my face going, I have nothing to wear and I feel suffocated. And whenever I fucking hate going shopping. I do. It's very dramatic. I, I feel do. suffocated. I feel suffocated because I'm like, it's because there's really, I just, I'm in my own pr prison in my own mind, you know, how people sure. after that. Yeah. Um, that's my closet. And uh, I do not enjoy going shopping, but I love clothes. And so when we found La Tote and they were like, can we advertise with you? I'm like, yes, please. La Tote is a fashion subscription box that sends brands name, clothing and accessories right to your door for one low monthly fee. You can run up to 700 bucks worth of fashion uh, from designer brands like BCBG, Max Azaria. I never knew how Me to pronounce neither. it. Me neither. I just said BCBG. I say Max Azaria, but I know that's not how you say it's not, it. It doesn't look like Max It's Azaria. Max Azaria, I think. I just make up pronunciations. Nike, Rebecca Minkoff and more all month long. Um, they have maternity totes. So you can basically get really amazing clothes 
uh, all the way fancy ass dresses. I have a real nice little black, black dress that I got in this last one all the way to these really fucking comfy looking sweatpants that I wanted to try on. And I'm obsessed with them and I've been living with, uh, in them for the past week. Um, you upload all of your sizes onto their website and, uh, they, every brand has their sizing and every brand, like a four in Rebecca Minkoff is not always a fucking four in BCBG. And guys, if you're like, what are you talking about? Welcome to being a woman. It sucks sometimes. Um, so they do this thing where you upload all of your measurements into their website and they do the homework for you. And they go, well, in this brand, you're going to be this size. And in this brand, you're going to be this size. The fitting, the way they fit you is insane. Um, so let's see here. Go back to the copy. Go to Latote, that's L-E-T-O-T-E dot com and get started for as little as 39 bucks a month. And you can get 50% off your first month when you enter the promo code GWF at checkout. Once you sign up, you'll receive your completely customized tote within days. Wear what you want, return everything in the mail when you're done and repeat all month long. So you order clothes, you go on their website, you look through all their shit. They have a lot of great shit. You heart everything. They say, this is what we're going to send you this week. And you could go, no, I want this one instead of that one. And they're like, okay, sure, whatever. I got earrings. I got mad necklaces. And you don't, when you wear the clothes, you don't wash them. You just put them back in the bag and in the pre-stamped envelope. And then away they go. And it is I yeah. mean, how the fuck has no one invented the service earlier? My my dog even peed on my jeans and I asked them if that was okay or if I had to clean them. And they're like, no, no, no. You, there's an, an insurance fee included in the subscription. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, but no, they're great. And also, if you want to keep the clothes, you can. You get them at like a really discounted uh, rate and it, you're going to like want to keep everything. But then also you have to talk yourself out of it. Like if you're doing this to not spend as much money. But it's so <laughs> fucking cool because you feel like you're having this constant rotation of new clothes in your wardrobe and you're just sending them back. You don't even have to fucking wash them. They're mm-hmm. not even like, laying at the foot of your bed going, oh, I don't want to do laundry today. You don't you just put it in the fucking package. It's amazing. So go to latote.com, enter the code uh, GWF and feel fabulous with fashion deliver right to your door. That's what they told me to say. But seriously, the service is fucking amazing. All right. Perfect. And emails, we do we have, or do we doing email? No, I, I do, we are not. <laughs> I was like, we, I was like, our guest is at the door anyway. Oh, um, all right. So I'm really excited uh, to bring on today's guest. She has such an interesting story, and she's a really, really good person. She's actually uh, the person who set up that whole volunteer Mother's Day thing on Saturday. Oh, nice. She's a little angel from heaven. Uh, she's a comedian. She's an actress. You might be familiar with her work if you watched. I think Ugly Betty. Uh, please give it up for Ashley Austin, Austin Morris. Morris. Yeah. 
doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. I'm so honored to be here. Honored. So I, I am. Wow. Like, Why really? are you honored? Tell us more. Because I think you guys are amazing. And it's also one of those things where it's like, I thought this was a party I would never be invited to. Do you know what I what? mean? Oh my like, God. I'm so incre- You thought we were Regina George? No, no. <laughs> um, no, I'm like, I'm sincerely inspired and proud of you guys. Do you know wow. what I mean? Thank you, Ashley. I am. I, Thank I think you. it's amazing. That's yeah. very kind of you to say. Yeah. Wow. It's true. But we off to a great start. <laughs> but it's so interesting. Well, so let's just dive right. Why, why did you think it was a party you would never be invited to? Because I don't have sex with men or women or animals. I don't. Are you asexual? <laughs> right. No, no, oh. not at all. What's- I like men. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not <laughs> I any like that men. I've met recently, but yeah. yeah. Right. No, because I thought this was so interesting because we have a mutual friend, Justin Perez, and I think maybe yes. sometimes he tells me some things maybe that were meant for maybe you to, <laughs> you left to tell me. Maybe they were yours to say. But yeah, he was always like telling me, he's like, she'd be a great guest. And then he kind of like hinted at things, but he kept saying virgin, which is super different from celibate, which right, is right, right. you are celibate. Right. I am definitely that's a, celibate. That's a virgin by choice, but also not virgin. It's just that it's re-virginizing. Yeah. What is celibacy for those who don't know? Okay. So I guess celibacy is, I, I should have looked that up before I <laughs> it's just, just not used fucking, it. Right? It's just not fucking, I just yeah. used it What about sentence. like finger banging, <laughs> like anything pause. sexual? Well, that's why, that's why like I say celibacy because like for, I don't know, probably the last 10 years, it's been like straight up no, nothing. Just nothing near your puss. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. But before that, it was definitely like virgin on a technicality like uh like you could do anything anywhere you know what i mean and then the last 10 years it was like yeah no nothing what do, what do you mean virgin on technicality did you have intercourse or no you did no. everything but intercourse yeah 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 so yeah. have you ever had intercourse no <laughs> really that's <laughs> and i've never the said way that. you said okay no so justin was right okay justin was right okay here's the deal I've never said that out loud to anyone. Oh, you just said ever. it. Ever. Yeah. And I just and and I know you guys are like pretty popular. Um <laughs> sorry. But but here was the thing is like I'm doing this show, this solo show. It's like very, very honest. It's very open. And I was like, why do I keep this thing? Like I'm super embarrassed about it. And I also don't want it to ever be like this weird fetish thing. Cause that I think that happens. Oh, is it? Oh, really? Yeah, I think that happens with people. Sure. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to be honest about it because it's your whole, what I love about your guys thing is like no shame. And yeah. this is a very shameful thing for me. I think too, I think keeping something in, in, if just because you want to makes a lot of sense. Cause right. you don't have to fucking tell anybody anything. Right. 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 Absolutely. But if you feel, if there's, if there's shame, like lingering around something right. inside yourself, it, getting it out, we found really helps. Right. 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 Why do you feel ashamed about it? Because I think I've also lived a life that that makes people think you're, I don't know, like a Mormon or something. Like, no, no, nothing against Mormons. Like, I love right. raids, you know, whatever. But, you know, like... Hey, suspenders I, are cute. Yeah, right? Whatever. But, but it's... I think, like, I've lived a very worldly life. And so it doesn't really match every... Like, I'm a feminist. I'm uh-huh. a liberal. Like, I'm... You know, I consider myself to be a pretty educated woman. Like, I've lived a very 
worldly life, I think. So yeah, you're it interesting. Really you, do, you do stand-up comedy. You've been on a bunch of TV shows. Like, it's very and interesting, rich life. It's kind of, like, yeah. cooler that you haven't had sex. Because, you know, like, now everyone has fucking tattoos. So you don't have any tattoos. It's right. like, oh, wow. That's kind of nice, actually. Oh, that's nice. It's kind of, like, a cool thing, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Like, I, I would. Who, if I was like, what a loser. She hasn't had sex. That's all. If I were to say that, that's only because I'm fucking insecure about whatever's going on in my world. But, okay, that's you know? nice to hear. Yeah. like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And yeah, I, but it's your and it's your choice. So right, and I think I was like very promiscuous in other ways at a very like earlier than everyone. Like how early? Like I mean, oh man, maybe like ten, eleven. Like very. How? What does that mean? Like were you giving blowies? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And like ten. Wow. Yeah. Wait, but who does a ten year old like who does an eleven year old blow? Another eleven year old. Right? Yeah. There. I mean, okay. He's definitely in jail for sure. A word. I Not mean, for. He was that. he was my age, but we were just like a dumpster fire children. <laughs> like, you were the garbage pail kids. We were absolutely <laughs> jerking each other off in an alley. Absolutely. Wait, so how did you meet that person, that guy? He, we went to school together. We went to elementary school together. And what did it? What what led up to uh, whatever given a blowjob as an eleven year old? Because I mean, I've I've had in my middle school there have been, I th- I'm I. Pretty sure that some of my classmates had had sex by age 11 or 12. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? But again, everyone's their own thing. Everyone's their own thing. I, I was, was just yeah. terrified of sex and that's why I, that scared me, but whatever. I was overcompensating because I grew up in a very, 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 very religious home. Like incredibly Ooh, which, religious. Which one? Like we were like evangelicals. Oh, so wow. my parents were actually missionaries and we had a six foot wooden cross on the outside of our house. Like, I'm not kidding. Oh my God. Yeah. So I think I was over. Was Christ on it or is it just No, a cross? no, no. Christ <laughs> is in risen. So it was. Oh, like, Christ is still bare. Christ is still chilling. <laughs> so it was like not. Yeah. So it's not Jesus. Jesus Christ. That'd be really funny if there was like you, they went so far as to put like a bloody mannequin Can you imagine? the cross. It wouldn't be past it. Like if I told you some of the stories, like it wouldn't be past so and I'm not making fun of Jesus. Like I love Jesus. I'm really Jesus, into Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is awesome. It's the people that talk about him on his behalf that are not too cool. But, yeah. but um, so I think I was overcompensating. I wanted to be like, oh yeah, that cross, don't worry. I'm like you. I get drunk and get blowjobs. And they're like, we don't, we play with trolls. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I'm not allowed to have a troll. That's Satan. <laughs> so you went right to to blowjobs to overcompensate Absolutely. for the for the six foot tall wooden cross I on think, the front of your house. Yeah, I was so desperate to fit in. Yeah. That Did means- your parents have any idea that you were doing this? No. Like my mother, please, Jesus, don't let her ever listen to this. Okay. And that's yeah. so ironic that in an effort to probably preserve their children's purity. Yeah. They did the opposite. Oh yeah. 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 We were all definitely like, we have got to find a way because we wanted to be cool. Kids want to be cool. Oh yeah. You know, and any little thing could be a factor in you're either cool or you're not cool. Like the right. way your nose is shaped. Absolutely. Like that could be like uh, you're in to get on the cool kid lunch table. Absolutely. Yeah. So where where did you grow up? Well, we I was born in San Antonio, Texas, but we moved all the time. Like because your parents were missionaries. Yeah, and they weren't. Did the six foot cross fall yet? Oh, sure did. No, it didn't. (laughs) It was only on the outside of one of the houses. Thank God. (laughs) It was on the inside the other times. Like, so we would start churches in like housing projects, right? Oh, oh, you would. Oh, because that's that's what a missionary does. Right, right. So we would start these churches. So, (laughs) so we. 
Like, you know what a church looks like? It's like a building with a cross on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. we didn't have a building. What do you think we are? But you had a cross. <laughs> we had a cross. That was almost the size of a building. <laughs> so we would take that cross to these projects. <laughs> Just lean it against. And lean it against my dad's body and be like, here's church. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow, Ashley. That's amazing. Yeah. So then when we weren't going to, we got in this really bad car wreck and we couldn't go down to these particular projects for a while. So the cross went on the outside of our house and that was. (laughs) (sighs) What did your parents say to you about sex? Oh, nothing. Just not even a word? Nothing. Was there cursing in your house? Was it that? No, I've never cursed in front of my mother in my life. Have your, what, what's the most vulnerable you've ever seen your parents? I mean, that's the thing is I've seen my, I've also witnessed my parents, like my mom and stepdad, like have zero money and be like totally open and honest and literally like pawn things so we could have Christmas gifts. So it's like there is beauty and there is weirdness and it can all live together. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've seen them very vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So they were, cause I, with religious uh, people that are that devoted to religion, for me, only through my experience, they fall into two categories, batshit crazy and uh, like excluding groups. Right. Or just like genuinely the kindest motherfuckers you've ever met. Right. And I, and I would say they're, they're more like that. Like for me, my mom definitely thinks Stand up is my mission. Like she thinks. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Like she definitely thinks like God is in a comedy club. She thinks like God, you know what I mean? She's like, oh man, your mom was way more supportive than my mom. Was she like that the whole time when you started out? Yeah. I mean, I've wanted to be an actress my whole life. And my, that woman gave everything to make that dream come true. Oh yeah. 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 So it's definitely like, you know, and whenever I've had crisis of faith or like, if I'm ever hard on myself, my mom's like, God's love is abounding in grace. Like it's not all those people you see at Trump rallies, you know what I mean? Right. And that actually really they get a bad rap. my heart. Yeah. That, well, it sucks because that's the, liberals want that image of the crazy religious guy who's calling people faggots in the name of Christ. And, and that's heartbreaking. And it's horrible because it's not, at that's all. not what's representative of, there's shitty people in every single sect right. of anything. Right. And it's also like the, those people really like this election really, I think, and it's one of the reasons why I want to be really honest on your show is this election really angered me in, in a way that I've never experienced when it came to my faith. Cause I'm like, have you people read that book? Like Christ went and, and to whoever was rejected or excluded was like, no, you, I love you. Mm-hmm. Like, don't judge anyone. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, Jesus did seem pretty dope. Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> and then everyone fucked it up. At people, humans like, but he, he wasn't dope to the gays and he wasn't It's like, oh, that's the- not in that book. No, yeah. that's not in there. <laughs> so like, have you ever come across instances spiritually where there were gay people and you're, parents like accepted them or oh yeah into the church like openly get like what i because evangelical sounds scary that was scary i'm not gonna lie that was scary but that was (laughs) also the 80s Mm -hmm. you know and i think um everyone evolves and it's like a weird thing that i think kids do where they don't see their parents as evolving humans like my this was Mm -hmm. literally my stepdad and mom were younger than i am now when this was when some of this was going on so they're different. Their beliefs are different. Like they've changed. I've changed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, as far as being accepting of um, 
gays, that wouldn't even be a question. Oh, like not, not even. Yeah, that 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 wouldn't even cross anyone's mind. Oh, I don't that's think. Because yeah. yeah, that's one thing that perplexed me is when religion would exclude people. Because I'm like, but then you're running around saying like God loves all, so they're not right. making it up to piss you off. They're not right. ta- they're not claiming their sexual orientation to be like I'm gonna piss this motherfucker off. You know what I mean? It's right. just so I'm like, what is your fucking logic? And I always think like either you believe that everyone is God's creation or you don't. Like, mm-hmm. and if you do, then you need to love everyone. Like, you can't play it both ways yeah this is interesting <laughs> timing because corinne you were just you were talking about uh, i don't know if it was last week or the week before about god like, oh ask, yeah what did you ask no i just i, I sometimes I'm just, i was just curious I, I people who believed in god i asked them why they believed in god mm-hmm. not like why do you believe in god like truly i want to know because and it seems to me every time someone explains to me why they believe in God, it's either because it's just kind of been like passed down through their family or because something tragic happened right. and that's the only place they could turn. And to me, none of those really prove, neither of those really proves right. the existence to me. Uh, and so I, cause I was really curious because like my best friend believes in God, my boyfriend believes in God, but no one's been able to give me a concrete answer. And I know that's part of like, just like believing, right. you know, right. no, if anyone had the answer, like we would all either believe or not believe, right. but just like no one even gave me anything really of substance. That's funny. I always think of it as like, and also I never want to be one of those people that's like trying to convert, like as if you get yeah. points, like as yeah. if this is like, <laughs> like Pac-Man and I get like all the souls. Like that's yeah. so bizarre to me. Yeah. But I always think, and so, so if people think I'm stupid, like uh, you run into people that think you're stupid who, if you believe in God, I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. That, yeah. Like that's great. I don't care. But <laughs> right. No, Alanis Morissette believes in God. So that really changed, oh, that really that changed, changed things everything. for me. <laughs> I was like, oh, I honestly did. I had to take a moment where I was like, wow. <laughs> Shit, maybe I should uh, rethink that. It's not like I've always not believed in God. I mean, my mom was went up to, went to Catholic school. Her, you know, my parent, uh, my grandparents still go to church every weekend. But right. I, I mean, then I also have, you know, my dad's a Jew, so it's like now we have two conflicting religions. And I'm, I'm comfortable my with all of them. A Jew. Yeah, and then it's like, and so there was a long time when I believed in God, when yeah. I prayed, and then I kind of, I just like basically had a humanities class in high school, and I was like, I can't, I just can't believe this anymore. Yeah. And that's what happened. And I don't, and I don't think it's like I don't think it's crazy that people do. I just feel like I'm not on board enough to waste God's time. Oh, that's is so how funny. I think oh, about it, really. Because I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to just do it because I'm scared of like, sure. you know, not getting salvation or something. Like, I feel like if I if I'm going to be on board with something, my heart has to really be there, yeah. and it's not right now. So I just, it's not like I like make fun of people going to church. Like, I just don't. It's just not for me right sure. now. Yeah, that's it. I always think like. Like for me, when, cause I mean, I, I read the Bible and it says God is love. And then I ask myself, okay, what is love? And I think about that. And it's like, I don't have words for that, but I certainly know feeling. how it feels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and I was reading this thing the other day that was really beautiful. It was like, you know, um, if you're ever in an experience with another human being and you feel that, that thing, that mm-hmm. love, or I think sometimes I know for me, I feel it in laughter if the audience, you know, mm-hmm. with an audience or something, it's like in the middle of that is love and that is God, you know, and that to me is something I, I can't, there's just no words for it, mm-hmm. but it seems like a very cellular thing. Do you actually think of God when you're doing, when you're doing stand up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like how, like how can, can you like walk us through like what your mind is going through a little yeah, bit? Yeah. Like I sit there. I don't think I've ever performed where I haven't been in the space before 
the audience and like prayed for them as in, huh? I hope they feel love. Uh-huh. And I hope that we all get on the same heartbeat and I hope they get what they came for. Cause I think people go to entertainment wow. to mm-hmm. be given, you know, they need an escape. Mm-hmm. They need something. And I hope that they get that. And like, I actually, I don't think I'm a great comic. I don't think I've ever written a great joke or something. I think it's totally reliant on that third party. And I call that God, you know? Well, I'm really phoning it in. It's, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just like, up. you guys are great <laughs> like, comics. Let me, let me read my Twitter feed on stage and you see guys, if that works. You I guys like, are great <laughs> comics. And then I talk about my tits. So let's not make me sound too. I was like, I run in with a sugar-free Red Bull and hope I didn't miss my spa time. That's how no, I do it. No, sugar-free Red Bull is also a very, like that's a very spiritual experience. The sugar-free, not Nothing happens without the sugar-free Red Bull. <laughs> Do you have? Gotta keep going. <laughs> Do you have the uh, uh, guilt that f- comes with? Um, sometimes comes with being very religious. Oh yeah, I have scrupulosity. What's that? It's a religious OCD. <gasps> oh, is yeah. that? Please wow. tell yeah. me more. I have Scru- regular <gasps> OCD. Wait, wait, really? Yeah. It's called scrupulosity. I Whoa. just found out. Sounds like a Morgan Spurlock documentary. Right? <laughs> no, I really, I have OCD to the point that I like wanted to die. I don't know if Whoa. you're OCD. Is your OCD like that? Uh, it used to be a lot worse. I've controlled it a lot. She uh, just wants to die because everyone's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to die and then leave oh, me yeah. alone. That's more true. So. That's true. Um, the, the, uh, the obsession is is hard to deal with. Uh, the compulsions are a little bit easier because they're, they're like physical acts that you can just be like, stop doing that. That's fucking ridiculous. Really? The obsessions are harder though because I mean, that's trapped in your head. Yeah. And I mean, there are like certain types of therapy that exclusively people with OCD can seek, but you know, yeah. who has the time? I know, right? I, I mean, you can, you can, I just read a lot of books on it and you basically like, you can, you just have to be really cognizant of your thoughts and actions. Yeah. Uh, and you can, and you can fix it a lot. Like I've gotten a lot better. That's amazing. But there are some days, especially like when I'm nervous about something or waiting to hear news on something, when oh. it will be completely out of control. Really? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I can't like I'll flick a light switch like 87,000 times yeah. or like the the sound button on my iPhone is really, really gives me a lot of anxiety. Really? Yeah, I'll like flip it like six times. That's so funny. I keep mine on silent most of the time. It gives me anxiety, too. Yeah, there's just something it's about awesome. it. And I, then I'm always like paranoid that it's not on or off or it's yeah. just, it, it doesn't. It's like you have to keep clicking it until it like feels right. Yeah. And and it, this just it's this. It's so interesting because it, anyone who doesn't ha- have OCD, this just sounds like legit crazy talk. That doesn't right. sound crazy to me. It's like I mean, everyone has like a, th- a little thing in their life that is like. Uh, one singular like OCD thing, but like people will casually say all the time, like, oh, I'm so OCD. It's like, bitch, no, you you're don't not. Know. If you were OCD, <laughs> you would know you were OCD and you would have like three hours missing from your day. Always. Where you were stepping Always. over but cracks. OCD about religion, though. What do you do in the three hours? Oh, like, my read gosh. the same page of the no Bible no. or I have this thing where everything I do, I think is a sin. Everything, everything there even will, like giving like to an I, orphan. Yeah, because I'm sure I didn't effing want to do it. But like, oh. but I did it anyway. You know what I mean? Right. But like I will do this thing. I'm sure I will do it after I leave here. Well, I will go through and I will find anything I said that I think like may piss off God. 
let's also realize that's not the God I even believe in. Like that dude yeah. is made up. Yeah. Does God listen to the guys we fuck podcast? Oh, dude, God <laughs> loves guys. How do you think you guys fuck. got to be so popular? Um, <laughs> fucking God, you know? And then I'll be like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But I've really- Do you say it out loud or in your head? No, I will like get on my knees, girl. It's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. But I, it's gotten a lot better because I have to remember, like that's not, like that's man-made. Do you God. get on your knee? And I know this is like, might seem like a ridiculous question. I'm just curious. When you get on your knees, are you like by a couch? Are you just on your knees and your hands and knees? Are you like leaning on something? No, I like get on my knees and I have a God box in my room and I will write out God my anxiety box. and I will put it in the box. And that's oh. how I have to like tell myself. Oh, like, like post secret for God. Yeah, yeah. It's just okay. like, this is done. This do you ever read through them? Or do you burn them? Or do you just leave them there? No, I read through a set of them like a while ago that I'd written like years ago. It's like, they were Aww, all ridiculous. Cool yeah. None of them happened. None of these fears came true. Right. So that's a good, that's actually <laughs> kind of nice. nice. Yeah. It's like, see, and what are you afraid of now? Probably yeah. going to think this in five years. Yeah. 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 So yeah. can we go back to the, uh, promiscuous at 10? Yeah. I'm so curious about that. Might've been 11 or 11. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well then that's fine. Huge difference. Right? <laughs> oh, you're not a horror. <laughs> Never mind. Um, did this boy that was your age at school, like did, was he religious as well? I don't know. Probably. Okay. And probably then, Catholic. And what, like, I, I understand like the notion of being overly defensive of what people may be perceiving while looking at like that six foot cross right, outside your right. house. Like I, I, I understand like those notions, but I'm, it's interesting to me that you went to like, was your immediate thought like, okay, how do I get in the cool gang? I'm going to suck a dick. No, I think I was really my, I think I'm like really wild and have like this insane, no like horny? Yeah, like no boundaries, no, mm -hmm. um, nothing really. I don't understand like fear really. Like I will remember when I lived in LA, I would like walk under bridges and stuff because I would just walk places. And yeah, the guy I was dating at the time was like, no, you don't understand. Like people get murdered under that bridge. I was like, whatever. Like it yeah. doesn't occur to me. Huh. And so I think because I knew, Is that affiliated with religion? Maybe. Because like God's got me, it's cool. Yeah, some of it, but I think like that's dumb. Like not <laughs> you're dumb, but I think like it's no. dumb when people are like, I can light myself on fire, God will save me. I'm like, that's I mean, no, stupid. Yeah, um, like water will save you. Like he gave you a brain, like yeah. not he, I don't even like God, whatever. But I I think it was, um, I, I knew I had to be a certain way at my house because like nothing was allowed. And therefore- when I, the second I would be outside of my house, I was mm. like every, like things that just may have, kids may have acted out normally was like times a hundred. Right. Like the first time a kid like says, like I remember the first time I ever said a curse word out loud at my friend Steven's house across the street, we're playing video games in his playroom. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and we looked at each other like, whoa. And we just yelled curse words for hours. Yeah. And it was amazing. It, right. Totally. But I couldn't, I mean, it wasn't that I, I mean, I wasn't allowed to curse because I was a child, but like, I can't imagine being, what kind right. of things weren't allowed in your house? Nothing. No secular music. No, we had so no only TV, Christian music, only Christian TV, no television. We, we were only allowed to watch like old black and white movies. And then later, like old, like sitcoms from the seventies and stuff, which by the way, I'm super grateful for that now. Like it's some good stuff. Yeah, that was really yeah. great stuff. But so there was nothing. And this changed, by the way. Like when I was 
I want to say 13, the rules changed. And because my oldest brother ran away, he was like, you people are so like psychopaths. Wow. And he ran away. And then my mom and stepdad were like, we've got to amend this. We've been too strict. Like we wow. went too far. Wow. How so all where the rules is amazing. Your, where's your brother? Did you, have you talked he's, to him? Oh know. yeah, no, we're very, very oh. close, but he never, is he, he still never away moved, or? He never moved back in. Yeah, he's gone. No, <laughs> I was like, I was like, he's, did he like run away like permanently? Yeah, yeah, he never, on the he, road. Ne- he never moved back in. How, How old, old was he? He was, had just turned 16. Jesus. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where did he, where'd he go? He went away and then he, um, and then he eventually moved in with my, our biological father and then that didn't work out either. And he's re- he was really on his own from like 16 on. Jeez. Yeah. Damn. It was rough. So that's, and also like you, so your biological father, was there a divorce that happened or, cause I'm always interested yeah. about divorce in super religious households. Yeah. They were divorced right when I was born. And at first, um, like my brothers went to Hebrew school. Like my, they were, pra- they were practicing Jews. Oh. Which is something I'm very interested in, in, re like rediscovering. I think it's really Even though beautiful. it was your dad that was Jewish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my huh. mom, and he's an, like, he's an atheist. He doesn't practice. But my mom, it was when she married him was like, I want to practice. And so she sent my brothers to Hebrew school. It was that whole thing. And then when I was born, they got a divorce right away. Okay. And I just really wasn't, I just really wasn't raised with him mm-hmm. at all. Why did she decide to do the Christian thing right after? Because she divorced them? No, um, she was married again after that and that didn't work out. And then, and we were always moving. It was like, you know, I think about it. I'm like, oh, wow, this woman was 30 with three babies and like no money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so she went to church and I think she got a lot of hope. Yeah. You know? That makes sense. And this was happened to be at a time where, you know, this evangelical movement, which was this long, just, uh, I guess they can't say I'm doing. (laughs) She made a little thing with her fingers. Yeah. yeah. Real short. (laughs) Yeah. It was a really short moment in time. I think where people were that extreme Mm. and it just happened to be when we were there and she met a man at church and they became missionaries. Nice. (laughs) I mean, I think that one thing that a lot of people have in common, most humans is like, we're all searching for what's, uh, not even a purpose, but like uh, uh, a reason for being here. Yeah. Something that makes us happy, something yeah. to strive for. Well, I think it is and, exactly. It's, it's, and, it's and a it's, purpose. Yeah. And it's with me, I, I always made that my career. Like I wanted my career. Yeah, like I wanted too. to be obsessed with it and just like, yeah. but I, I see when people like talk about religion and how much it's helped them and how they've turned to it. It's usually when they've discovered it in a time where they were like at their lowest point. Absolutely. So I mean, it's kind of all the same thing. Like we all have, I think like humans all have that in common. They want something to live for. But there and is sometimes a crisis. That's there is a crisis for me anyway. I don't know if you guys experience this, but I made my career everything. And yeah. when it's going great, that's great. But when yeah. it's not, holy cow, like, yeah, I, feel like I fall, I am destroyed. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and it makes you feel like broken. And it's like you, and then it's your job to, and it's hard to pick yourself up and be like, okay, create another goal or create another right. thing or create another mark you want to hit. And I, and I think like for me, that's where my faith, I had to be like, okay, I need something that doesn't come and go. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense now that we've been talking that you haven't, you are a virgin mm-hmm. because you got other shit you're more like uh, focused on. Yeah. You know, because like yeah. the sex to, for me in high school and college took up a lot of my fucking time. Yeah. The, I mean, all my thoughts were really? just like not every single thought, but I was just always like um, if I was going out that weekend or I'd always have like a couple guys I was hooking up with or, or a boyfriend. And it was I mean, that sex consumed such a giant chunk of my 
brain power. And see, I'm a little jealous. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I wonder what that would be like. <laughs> yeah, but it's, so, it's, but it's like you're, it's like you can stop at any time because it's it almost seems like you made this choice, like from what you were saying, like because you're almost nervous about like the Ashley you would be if you re- released. Yeah, this, I feel like, yeah. like wild I, tigress. I, I think, think so too. Yeah, and tell me if I'm wrong, but it feels to me like you have this thing in the back of your head. Like I could be like that chick at the orgy, like fucking buck wild, like having fun or whatever. And I don't know if I want to explore that route or go down that route. Like, I feel like you think that you have this wild child, Mm -hmm. sexual deviant side that isn't bad, but you don't want to. Well, I think I've also done a lot of things in the past that I don't want to do again. Like, like I like I think I've definitely been wild. I think I've definitely like used <clears throat> men for whatever, pleasure. not pleasure, but like just lived a way that I don't I'm I just like got over it. You know what mm. I mean? And it's not like a sex. It's not even necessarily a sexual way. It's just... Um, it's not fun or exciting or thrilling anymore. It's not fun or exciting to me anymore. And th- you're talking about like sexual acts or just like going out with your friends? Yeah, I think like sexual... Like I was people. always the girl that's like, nah, let's do a bunch of blow, but we can't... And by the way, this is 15 years ago. This is not anytime soon. Right. But it's just like, I know all the guys that we can like, like give them a BJ. We can't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think I've lived that life. Right. <laughs> Were you right. an addict at any point? Yeah, definitely. Alcohol and drugs or just. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I loved drugs. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. And again, this was 15 years ago. Yeah, but also too, if you're <laughs> yeah. living, if you're growing up in an environment where you can't listen to music, mm. like that you can only listen to a certain kind of music, you can only mm. watch a certain kind of television. Yeah. And maybe you don't even know that that's, that's a controlled environment. And then you get out and you're like, cocaine? Yeah. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would getting, be like, heroin, whatever. Right, right. Just getting, I did everything and just totally wasted at really young ages. And so I think I just was like, I don't need to, I don't care. Yeah. And how were you able to hide this all from your parents for so long being so young? I don't know. We would, my friend, you only, I don't want to say your name actually. Um, <laughs> I feel like you only need one friend with no dad and like a slutty mom. You're, like you're, you're you are Stephanie Tanner and you need your Gia. You need your Gia. Whoa, that is a great <laughs> metaphor. Is, everyone needs a Gia. Yeah. Gia? Genius. I love Gia. Everyone needs a Gia, everyone. baby. <laughs> so we would, there was like four of us, right? And we would literally, we would go to our friend's house on Friday and we would stay till Sunday. And now I had to be at church on Sunday. I went to church once on crystal meth. Like I have been to church. <laughs> no, it was father's day. Like, and we well, went perfect. and we went to Papado's afterwards <laughs> to like a Cajun restaurant. Okay. And my grandma was there and I was out of my mind. Crystal meth. I like, mean, it's just so, I, like you, you are, you live in extremes or you I did. Do. I mean, I do it. That's what, like <laughs> we would have, like they would have tube tops ready for me. Like we would like, cause I they knew you weren't allowed house. to wear them. Right. I would oh, leave man. the house in a certain amount of clothes. I had a portable alarm clock that was battery operated. Like I would leave on Friday, change clothes. We would go out all weekend long. I would set that alarm for Sunday morning church. And then I would be there. Where, and where did your parents think you were going? Amanda's house. Oh, just like, and that was totally fine that you were sleeping over your friend's house. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I just said her name. Oh, well, she, I didn't say her last name. No, yeah, it's, that's, very, mean, that's fine. We're not going to search Damn. her out. <laughs> wow. Did you guys, were they religious? Any of them? 
now we're okay so so that was your like escapism from feel i mean as a teenager i feel like you feel like you're in a box as it is and you want to rebel from even if your parents are like i don't care drink in the house right you still want that feeling of freedom so i can't oh my god i remember yeah you were living two lives i was always living two lives totally do you feel like you're living two lives now It's funny because there's all this stuff in me right now that's like, you should not have said that. You should not have said that. Why? And there's a little bit. But you did it. And and there's a little bit of me that's like, oh, I guess I'm making the choice right now to like not do that anymore. You know what I mean? Because there's also that thing of, I think, like the deeply personal is universal. Mm -hmm. It is. So for me, it's like, oh, I don't want anyone to know these certain things about me. It's like, that must mean they're relatable to more people than I think. Yeah. You know, well, that's the thing. I when you when you were kind of like when I had heard some pieces of your story from mutual friends and then kind of like talked to you about it last night. I really wanted you to come on because I even though I I felt I don't I never want to pressure anyone to come on the podcast mm-hmm. or like make anyone feel embar- embarrassed or or shamed like before they're ready to feel those yeah. things. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, because it's like you know we talk so much about sex and sex and all the ways to have sex and all the things to do, but part of sexuality is also making the choice not to have sex. That's right. just as much a part of sexuality as going to an orgy. Yeah. I truly believe maybe more because it's like sexuality is making the choices with your own body, whether mm-hmm. you want to be promiscuous, which I don't like that word, but, uh, or not, you know? Right, right, right. Uh, and so, and it's just never something we, we never talked about. Like, I'm sure there are I remember, oh God, there was a VJ. Was there a VJ? <laughs> a not, the only other person I, I ever like heard. where this is going. Too. The only other person I heard about, like a young woman, a young attractive mm. woman. Sierra was celibate. Being celibate. Really? Yeah, is a Sierra no- was celibate. Oh God, that. So Sierra. Girl, that woman is the, one of the hottest babes I've ever. That's babe amazing. Town. And, and then, I remember she talked about it with her hot ass fiance, now husband. <gasps> well, wow. then, And then Ananda Lewis. She was a, a VJ. She looked like. Ch- chili from TLC, kind of. I would oh, say, and my uh, mind just went to chili, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> I do. Lo- I do love chili. Those Mexican egg rolls." Okay, um, yeah, the no. queso so delicious, it's delicious. <laughs> and yeah, and Angelus, and she wrote this like big thing in one of like the Cosmos or the Glamours or something about like why she chose celibacy, you know. And it was just for a period in her time, and she kind of just like needed several years to regroup because of yeah. whatever mm-hmm. happened. Uh, and I and I don't know, it just always stuck with me, and like God. Nothing that I've ever read in any of ma- magazine has ever stuck with me. So, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, because people, people just don't talk about it. But I'm sure people either have already made that choice and feel weird about it because right. we're in such an oversexualized right. society, right. Uh, or it's something that might maybe could be good for them, but they think it's too weird to try out. Right. And I think there's also this a little bit of hopelessness, honestly, because you're like, I'm never going to meet a dude that's okay with this. Or he, you know, owns a walkie-talkie collection. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like, no, if I've it's never not one met, thing, it's another. Right, I've so never. wait, are you looking to find a partner who you just don't have sexual intercourse with? I would want to have sex eventually. Absolutely. If absolutely. you found somebody that, or if you came across somebody that you were interested in, like yeah, romantically. But, but also that we were... And this, I, and it's a win it kind of thing. Well, yeah, and that if we were on the same page spiritually, not that we had to believe the exact same okay. things, but if we were like growing in that way together, because for me, I handle all of my issues in a spiritual way, right? So if I'm with somebody that doesn't, and we have a huge issue, like 
we're not going to be on the same. Yeah, because you can't, because the learning how to argue as a couple is so important. Right. You have to learn how to fight like well right 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 and, and resolve things right and you can't if you have two different tactics or if totally. he thinks your tactic is bullshit exactly how can you even then it's never gonna yeah. right right you get your first fight and you're like all right i'm done right totally so how has that been how is that have you are you dating i have not dated in probably like three four years you probably get so much done <laughs> though Right. No, because of that effing scrupulosity. <laughs> really? You just obsess over things instead. Yeah, that's my boyfriend. Right. Scrupulosity is your boyfriend? <laughs> no, I'm getting better. <laughs> but I mean, there is some of it that, I mean, it's some of that stuff gets worse, like the OCD and like, you know, things like depression. They do get worse when you're like alone all the time. Like, it's do you live so alone? true. No, I have a roommate. But I did, I did start dating this one guy. Not dating him, but like I went on two dates with him. We'll see how it goes. Did you say- Not currently? Like in, currently, oh, okay. Yeah. What did you say? Did you say you were celibate? I didn't. What did? Was there any conversation about anything <laughs> sexual? I know. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I mean, that's not exactly something you want to put in your dating profile. But at the same I did. time, it's like first oh. line. Oh, then I fu- won't have sex with you. Just and you just, guys, I won't have sex, with, have you. sex with you. That that's doesn't it. make people know I mean, that you're celibate. I'm sure some guys would be like, challenge accepted. That's what I mean. That it becomes this weird fetish thing for yeah, guys. Yeah, but but. I mean, I guess women are, women are more, most women are more like, I'm not going to have sex with you. Then I'm going to have sex with you with, with, when dating with guys. Yeah. But I feel like when a guy tells me I'm not going to have sex with you, now I want to fucking have sex with him so bad. And guess what? And I here's mean, something. When if a guy tells me that, I'm like, what is wrong with that douche? Like, yeah. oh, oh, really? Right. Why do yeah. I think that? Because maybe you're not okay with your own choice to do that. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because hmm. it's so bizarre. But, or, or also, though, men are t- typically wired. And I hate that word, but to be more sexual or more overtly right. sexual or they're it's more acceptable for them to be comfortable with their sexuality. Yeah. So really do you weird. masturbate? Yeah. OK. I was like, yeah. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I think you I think you I think you just have figured out life. Do you have, do you, <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you use vibrators? Do you use a hand? Do you what, what do you do? It's the hand. Yeah. 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 The hand. See, because, yeah, you don't need anything else. <laughs> I know. You I know. only use my the hand, hand that God gave you. Yeah. 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 So, so it's, it's kind of like you're one with God if you're using your hand. No, I, don't, I, I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to make something where there's nothing. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. OK, so you. Uh, so what made you decide to start going on these dates again recently? Well, no, I so I put this online dating profile together like, like a Tinder. No, oh. like an okay, keep it. And I'm okay. never. And then I, no, I didn't even download the app, and I wouldn't pay the service. It was like, oh, don't. If somebody it's not messaged worth it. me, right? And then about three days into that, I was like, absolutely not done. This is not. That's the same thing I did when I was having a nervous breakdown. I, I one while crying one Easter, set it up, <laughs> and then how? Oh wow, how serendipitous! Oh, Literally five minutes into my just the inbox and just like just really tons of things coming in dick pics and I just mess it not it just messages and I go and I was like whoa no yeah, no, no. no no and I turned it off and I never looked at it no, again no, no, I don't no. even know if I just did I think I disabled I, I just never truly never again never looked at it again it was never. open for like an hour and I was like Jesus. this is fucking awful I can't I could not believe people had been doing that <laughs> I couldn't. How do we fix that though? Because they don't know that you're getting messages from everybody. Like it's, how do we, 
that sucks. I mean, it sucks for men and it sucks for women. It's I just don't even know how they women. could, how my profile was up for five minutes. How could they even have messaged me that fresh fast? meat? Maybe just, they like, have an alarm sitting? or like a fucking thing set up. So it's like a little weird. tone every time, like a cat meows, every time a new girl makes a profile, okay, Cupid in his area. It's but it was weird. just like, it made you hard. It made it hard to love like other humans. It made me be like, I can't believe this is out in the world. And like, these people are voting and like I made what was everything. Like the worst this is great because you have such a disdain for society, but like all this love from God in your heart. It's I know. So, <laughs> that, that, so it's really evidence that like people do suck ass. No, but but it's also just like, <laughs> but it's also like, that's why I don't understand. I get pissed at myself, right? Because I'm like, why do like, I believe in loving everyone. I believe everyone's created equal. And but, then I have such a, like a rage inside. <laughs> dude, I that's Kate Wolf. I fucking, I, I love live by her. this. I live by this thing that she told me, like you have to be comfortable with being in opposites. Oh yeah. There's you a have to be comfortable. Oh, right, right. She said, yeah. that, yeah. like knowing that what you would like to do is love everybody, but you also have to be comfortable in knowing that some people are not deserving of your love because they're piles of trash. That, Just heaping, you. smelling yes. piles of garbage. Yes. And yes. you know what? There's not ever. There's someone in that person's life that doesn't think they're a heaping pile of garbage. Great, and that great. person will love them. That you don't great. have to do it. Yeah, right. I mean, because we were, <laughs> you know, if you're going with, we are all all born good and pure yeah, yeah. or with, I don't know, do you do original sin? Do you have that? Uh, I Wait, I don't <laughs> you even. You fucks with original sin? You know? I don't even feel like I know exactly Well, they, we, we are is. all born, I mean, there's sin? one religion where it's like I know you're all born is, with the original sin of ew. like being in charge of killing Jesus. That's oh, original that sin. That is such a weight on the shoulders that is unnecessary. But anyway, besides wait, I, Yeah, that, I don't even know about that. That's actually. original I've sin. Heard of that. But besides original sin, it's like, uh, so we're all born good and pure, but just as you, you know, you make the choice to be celibate people People can make the choice to be bad people, yeah. to become bad people, to yeah. let themselves go off the quote unquote path. Right, yeah. right, right. <clears throat> Was there a moment where you almost had sex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry yeah. to me. That's I couldn't like... get it in there twice. Yeah. Did you? Uh, why not? Because you were like, it was hurt you, mentally. Was like, you yeah, want... I really couldn't. I really couldn't. It was twice. Was it a giant penis? I don't remember. I was wasted in a bathtub. Um, in a bathtub? In North Carolina. Whoa, so it many got layers. so dark. Were you in a bathing suit? No. Was there water in the bathtub? There was. How old oh, were so you? Oh, so you were taking a straight up bath. Yeah. Um. How old was I? Probably 20. Okay. Okay. okay so wait, set the scene. Is it a friend's party? House party? No, it was a dude I met. I okay. did. This is what happens when wow, you Wow, and you drugs. ended up in the bath. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then another time was when I lived in, I lived in Austin for a random year of my life. I love that city. Yeah, it's a great city. And between college and high school, I like took a rum springer. <laughs> <laughs> also called, didn't like take SATs or couldn't figure any of that out. But um, so there was a guy then that I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely, I need to have sex with this man. And again, I couldn't. Uh, Do you, you think that was part mental though? I mean, part, cause I mean, we talked to a sex therapist mm-hmm. uh, the other day and he, oh, that, yeah. he kind of was really like explaining how your, your mind is really controlling your genitals and like people who have like vaginismus, like, which is not necessarily what you have. You just had, you know, a virgin pussy, I think. And, yeah, and I it hurts so and it hurts and bleeds the first time. Yeah. But I mean, like, do you think, like, I mean, did you lube it up? Like, you, yeah. if you try, Cause, cause it'll go water, in. You know, it doesn't feel good. Actual we water makes lube. it worse. Oh, yeah. Okay. But there was later. no water in the tub with the lube, with the lube, because then the lube's obviously gonna like. I don't. I water. don't. That one is very fuzzy. I don't remember that. Because I'm like, one. how hard did you try? 
But the other one, but then I was so happy it didn't happen. I was, was so he? grateful. Well, that wasn't it. That, that doesn't seem like the scene that for a great not, first time. Did he know not, you were a virgin? Yeah, they both did. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what were the reactions after like uh, the, the attempt and then the, eh, nah. Oh, wait a second. So the guy in Austin, now I'm remembering something. Mm. And this is why I think I keep it a secret. In high school, it wasn't a secret. And like, I'm from a That place you would be- uh, That I was a virgin. Sexual. Oh, okay. okay. Well, yeah. in high school, a lot of people are virgins. I was a virgin. But off no high one I ran with was. Really? Well, yeah, I mean- Well, those were, girls, yeah. You were in the yeah. misfits. <laughs> no, we were- I was one. in the holograms, so- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but they didn't they, so they probably thought it was like, like cool they weren't or not no, cool, I but like, oh, like, that's a unique thing about like her. It was like a huge thing. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And so I remember this guy, he went on a trip with us down in Mexico and we uh, like, the, <laughs> like not Cancun, like the Mexican border. This that guy you went on a trip we traveled to the wall. No, like the wall. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like the border wall. We dug holes. Right. Like the poor kid, Mexico. Oh, That's where we went. Yeah. So, you know, like where they're like, Chicolete, Chicolete, that Mexico. So okay. we, went, we went there and my friend's older brother was like, you know, Ashley's a virgin. Like, don't because what like it was always a thing right oh. and so that's how my boyfriend at the time found out was like other and so I think that's when I learned like mm. this is a commodity people try to talk about it for me people try to make it a mm. thing I don't want people in my business it's not their thing right. to talk about right, right. right. so you're right. like all right let's uh chill right. on the virgin talk right 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 damn huh. and then but is that the what the first time you tried to have sex was yeah with that was boyfriend with that guy yeah interesting and, and then, that and didn't go didn't that happen. didn't because the same exact thing, right? Yeah. The, were you on uh, substances? We were drunk. I mean, it sometimes makes it. I mean, being drunk, I've never recommend people be drunk for their first time. But no. like, a, I mean, some whiskey in you, it, it makes you a little more relaxed. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. For, yeah. an, for your first time anal, I would recommend booze. Yeah, I wish I did that. <laughs> I got I, sex. My first time having sex, I was sober, no lube, <gasps> just in the parents' basement right before his death. I mean, me too. <laughs> you don't need lube when you're young, though. I Yeah, but I was so, oops. I was so like, I don't know. You do it. And he was like, <laughs> I stick my dick in you. See, that's it's so funny because my best friend was literally, I think we were like 15 and she was like, tired of being a virgin. We got to go out. I'm finding someone to have sex with tonight. Yeah, yeah. And she did. And it was like, for her, she was like, awesome. Moving on. Next, right. next, okay, next. Yeah. Next. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, it's different. Well, because when you everybody. start having sex and then you're like, oh, this hurts. People like this shit. And then, but it's, but it's like, I like, I have this joke I do on stage where it's like dick is a, an acquired taste, like mm -hmm. coffee or beer. You just kind of learn to love it in a weird way. Yeah. But then like, once you actually aren't afraid of sex and you start enjoying it, you're like, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. So it's, Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, that's great. Right. But it's like, did I you said, ever go to rehab? What do you mean? Re like, you, you're doing all these drugs. Did yeah. you go to rehab? <laughs> Sorry. Or did you just stop doing drugs? No, I had on your own. No, no, no. I had a, uh, I stopped on my own. Yeah. Well, and was there like a moment or an incident that no, made you say, yeah. this has gone too far? Yeah. What well, happened? I just remember that, like, you always wake up full of shame. Always. Yeah. But there was one morning that I was like, I want, I really wanted to die because I just was so ashamed. I was so ashamed. Of your behavior? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of my behavior. I couldn't, I just, I couldn't believe it. And I, I, and I didn't, and it's funny because I, I think a lot of times in my life I get my career and God confused. And that's mm. why like God is so important to me because I did not want to 
well, it was in a summer before college and I are in between college. And I went to um, like a very strict um, acting conservatory. You know, there's like 17 people. Mm-hmm. It's like very, very focused. You like spend all your days in Leotard. You're an animal in a zoo <laughs> right, right, right. for to- two totally, hours. Totally. And you don't, you're not doing it right. Yeah, yeah. you're not doing it never. right. You never. You never do the animal sounds. Yeah, right. you really have to commit harder. Yeah, than yeah, you. yeah, totally. And I didn't want to <laughs> blow it. Like it definitely felt to me like, because I had lived in Austin before college. I didn't think I could ever get into college. I had no money. I was, I'd been a drug addict. Like, So to be doing that again, I was like, I'm going to ruin my life. Like I'm going to ruin every, and my career was ever, like, it felt like a savior to me. Mm -hmm. And so I never, I just stopped that day. I was like, I don't want to blow this that day. And, um, then years later, like having gotten the best that you could get, in my opinion, you know, like I got the sitcom on CBS, I was going to be blah, blah, blah. And at that point, I like still believed God and career were interchangeable. Mm. And then that got taken away and I had, I was destroyed. And that career stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh-huh. that for me, was really when I had to be like, there's got to be some, like my career is never going to save me. Right. It's never going to save me. And I think I have to learn that lesson every single day. What happened with your career at that particular time? What do you mean? Like you, what, the, what that I got taken away, just an opportunity that you had. No, so I got cast <laughs> in this sitcom and that was like why I moved to, I moved to LA to, I basically had nowhere to live in New York. I had been through this, like it's all in my show, but I had like been through this really crazy experience. Like I had like a sugar mama. It was insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? A in, sugar mama? In, in New York. Yeah. I had this. Did you do sexual things with this person? No, no, no. It was Uh-oh. so, it was I couldn't. Did she want to feel like she had a daughter? She could spoil. Maybe like if you put a gun to my head and was like, "What was this relationship?" I would not. I'd be like, "Shoot me!" I don't. That's know. such an. Is in New York. It was in That's New York. Such a New York thing, right? It was. Oh my it was god, crazy. the weirdest shit. And people being here. like, people being like, "Oh, I believe in you. I want to pay for your life," and you're like, "Okay," and then they don't. They want to eat your body and like <sighs> take in your youth. You know, oh. like, I don't know what it was. I have no idea. Maybe so she I, was like Ursula, but maybe, maybe oh so. My God, but Ursula always, when she turns into a mermaid, she's a way hotter mermaid. Don't you think? Oh yeah. 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 You look like Agreed. when she turns into the mermaid. Well, thank the you. The dark haired mermaid. Uh, a little, yeah, a little heavier, but yeah. No, you're not. You're gorgeous. <laughs> you're gorgeous. <laughs> thank you. But so, so I, after that God relationship ended, <laughs> Sorry. we are all thin in God's eyes. <laughs> <In God's laughs> That's a Christian song I can get on board. Oh my gosh, should we write that song? We're all thin in God's eyes. Oh my God. All right. After this. It needs a band, like a tambourine (laughs) for sure. Or a triangle. What an underrated instrument. (laughs) So after that relationship ended, I was like, I'm going to LA and I'm going to be on a sitcom. And I got a sitcom. Like I got a pilot. Yeah. And then I got fired. And how how far in? So the pilot went on but just without you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the worst. Yeah. Dude, TV, the, ah, ah, that that yeah. industry is a circus. Yeah, yeah. So, but it destroyed me. Mm-hmm. It just, because I had made it my God. Like I made it. Well, when you bank everything on that. Yeah, I banked everything. It, on anything it. like that can go away in a second. Right. And I literally was like, this is my saving thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's why I, I can't. And every single day I have to be reminded that like, there's nothing outside that is going to save me. Like mm-hmm. there's, it's not, it, it's not. And every time I'm like, I feel great because I have this, it gets taken away yeah. every single time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why people who are not materialistic are, are, are happy. It's like, it's, it's hard though. It's hard to not 
put all your eggs in one basket. It's so hard because we love it. Yeah. But you just have to be that stability for yourself. And then Mm -hmm. you can go far, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Life is life is complicated and hard and weird and dumb. No clue. So then (laughs) it works. So what? And then okay. So after you stopped doing, when did you when did you make the decision to be celibate? I mean, I know you said ten years ago, but was there an inciting incident for that? A day that you just said, "I'm not even going to try to put the dick in myself in the bathtub anymore." A penis that you were like, "Nope, I'm done. Never again. I want to see this shit for a long time." I think. I think I really didn't enjoy being. I didn't enjoy being like touched or I, I didn't enjoy it anymore. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. And nothing, nothing happened. It just, you just one day decided I don't like this feeling. Well, I think there were phases in my life where I was like, I don't know where I'm going. I think I had been, I had used men a lot to be like, I need to stay in the city tonight. If maybe I lived in a different place or and I would do, I would use men. To like flirt with them and get things like just like a No, a like dinner. I'll give you a blowjob so I can have, so I can sleep in the Oh, an actual blowjob. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think you're oh. so, you're so, it's so confusing because you're not fucking, but then you forget then there's you, so many other things so you many can other, do. And like on there's one so hand, and it's also like a little embarrassing because on one hand you're like, like who cares? But it's also, if you're doing something as a commodity and mm-hmm. I don't feel like sex is a commodity, right. it shouldn't be for me. No, for anybody sure. else, I don't care what you right. do. Like no judgment at all. But after I doing that so many times, you're like, this is gross and I hate myself. Okay. I, and I don't I understand. want, I don't want to use this as like, this isn't a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, but yeah, we, we, we've, we've talked about that before. How are we, women are kind of, we kind of learn that we can use our body as currency right. and right. then sometimes you can get wrapped up in it. Right. For right. sure. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, and, and but I think it, all of this stuff comes back down to because I would have towards the end of me like hooking up with a bunch of guys. I loved that feeling of like it was so rare that I had a crush on somebody. So when I did, I was like, yes, I love this. And 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 sleeping around. And every time I would leave their place, I would just feel like shit. And then so when you do it enough times, and you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to feel this way anymore. And right. then you just, it's like, it's like you're just constantly adjusting your lifestyle and what you do so that you're okay. But right. th- but at, th- at the end of the day, it's all about how you feel about yourself. Right. Because then you can forget being forgiving towards yourself, I think is something that's the hardest fucking <gasps> oh. thing for any human being, which is kind of crazy. It's so hard. Yeah. Just to take, take it easy on yourself and be like, yeah, well, I did all this shit because I was living a repressed life. So of course I did. It's so hard like to it's, forgive yourself. Yeah. It's so hard. How do you learn to forgive yourself? I mean, does that, does God help you with that or? Uh, the only, my brother really helps me with this. And my brother, I think is really fascinating because I, I have two older brothers, the oldest one, you know, is, is I don't want to say he's an atheist, but like, whatever he's, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but my other brother was definitely like an atheist and then he became a Buddhist and then he he was about to become a partner at like a huge law firm. And that's all about money. And he became uh-huh. a Christian because he was like, my, I don't want to value this more than no. like, it was a really interesting, I, Yeah, it was a really interesting progression. Because money can go away. It, because it can go away, right? Yeah. So he always reminds me that like, if I don't love myself, if I don't forgive myself and see myself as like God's idea, 
I can't extend that love to others. I can't extend that forgiveness to others. And I would never want to treat others the way I treat myself, actually. Well, I mean, I Mm, 100% agree with that because I think what's something that we talk about a a lot here is like, you got to take care of yourself before you take care of other people. Right. Because with self-help and everything, people think, you know, to take time to take care of you is selfish, but I think it's much more selfish to get other people involved in your mess. Totally. Before it's been taken care of. So that you don't have to think about it or someone else can do it. 100%. I just minus the God. I mean, it's not, not that I don't agree with it. Just in my equation, it's not. Right. But same, same thing. Totally. Yeah. I re- and I really feel and I really, really feel like that. Uh yeah. hundred percent. That's um, a really good Are you point. at peace with how you live your life and what you've done and what you will do and what you're doing now? Are you like I don't know accepting of it? I don't know. Yeah, I could tell that you don't know and you're like kind of wanting to know, but maybe putting pressure on wanting to know. I do. That's what it does for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I can't decide if I'm at a good place or a bad place or if what I'm doing is right or wrong. And I just think it to death. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. you know what? I'm just going to get up and then think about something else. And then. Yeah, I feel. um, But I feel strongly about being totally transparent about it is that I feel scared most of the time. And I feel like. I wish. I knew like what, I of scared of what like purpose and I, you know, am I wasting my time and what am I supposed to be doing? And, you know, all these things yeah. like, all, I, like I, I, when I was on my way over here today, I was just like, okay, I have to let go. Like I have to let go of what I, what I think I want. I have to let go of what I think things need to be. And and I do feel like I'm in a place today where I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I have no clue. Yeah. I have no clue. Cause no one really has. No one does. Clue. And that's okay. It is okay. Yeah. Which is like the most satisfying. Like when I realize, when I like realize like we are all, all going to die mm-hmm. and it's fine and we're all going to fuck up and we're all going to do great. And we're all going to be poor. And we're all going to be rich. We're all, yeah. It's like just exist. Right. Just existing feels good good if you if you if it's not clouded by am I doing this right am I making enough money am I doing my career you know it's so easy to get swept up in that it is it's really easy but does existing feel good to everyone because I see I mean I mean I'm sure it doesn't life that are lives that are so miserable and like I I feel like I yeah yeah because I mean like it's like I even feel lucky that like I get to get up and every day and like do what I like what I set out to do Mm -hmm. I'm doing it very few people can say that like I set out to be a stand-up comedian I am a stand-up comedian and that's all like that I am paying for my life and everything that I need through stand-up comedy. That's amazing. That's a feat That's in amazing. itself. Like sometimes amazing. I have to stop and be like, you're a fucking stand-up comedian in New York City. Right. Wow. But that's why I yeah, always think totally. though that people don't realize that they can, this sounds so fucking cheesy, but unlocking what they're truly capable of. Like right. people don't understand what they're truly capable of because when I was a little kid, I'm a, I I said to myself, like, I'm going to be at a point in my life where I have fans. I'm going to sign autographs. I'm going to get photographed. I'm going to go on a red carpet. I'm going to I'm going to have my name, my name on a theater marquee. That's yeah. something I'd always. And I just, I was like, it's going to happen. I don't know how. Well, but me it's gonna too. Happen. And I'm sure you said it, but the thing is there are a lot of people who say that, but then right. a lot of people don't actually do it uh, either because they don't put in the work. They don't or, actually have the talent. Yeah, or I think interest change and fade and, and, and ebb and flow. And I feel like people feel guilty. So they just stick with saying that they want that. And that's not really what they want. Cause I feel like when there's a fire in you, mm-hmm. you know, 
See, and I, I'm really jealous. Absolutely. I'm really jealous of this though, because I feel like I don't have the right to be like, I'm going to get that because I'm like, what if that's not what I'm supposed to do? It's not the right. It's not. It's I don't I never thought I deserve this. I never think it's I not deserve a deserving I think thing. I want this and I am going to do everything I can until I fucking die to get this. I love that. Yeah. Without, you know, without throwing people under buses. Totally. Like right. That. Totally. I mean, Sticking in, a, your in a way where, right. you, where you can leave. Because like, I mean, you know, very early on, I mean, I've been in this business for a really long time because I worked in management before. And just like, it's it's dirty and I feel gross a lot of the time. Right. It's a bad business. It is a bad business. <laughs> it's really bad. And it's so hard to come to terms with a business that, you know, sometimes makes you feel so good and so connected and, uh, and, and and like you're doing everything right on a level that you've never experienced before with anything else. But then it's also made me feel more disgusting Mm -hmm. and more uh, angry at society and Mm -hmm. humanity than anything else. So it's like back to that Kate Wolf thing where you have to just like let those two parts of the entertainment business like coexist and try to do your best tonight, you know, not be shitty. Right, right. It's and it's hard and some and like there are hundred percent times in the entertainment business when y- you ha- have to make the choice to when being not shitty means not getting g- the getting thing ahead. That you've been, yeah, mm-hmm. unfortunately, when that hinders yeah. your progress, but at the same time, at the end of the day, it's gonna it's like that risk of is it gonna just feel better to stick with what I believe in yes. and stand up for myself, yeah. or is it gonna feel better to sacrifice and kind of mm, and then get it or. And you know, it always feels better to stand up. It always yourself, does. Even it though always sometimes does. it hurts your soul just yeah. for a moment. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does. Do you have any final thoughts? No, I just think anything else you want to get out. Thanks for being uh, being on and being open. I'm, I was excited to talk to somebody about. <laughs> Not fucking for once. I hope it's you know like, I mean? look, please don't say bad things about me because I oh, am so a, sensitive. We already recorded the intro. Oh, oh dude, amazing. we've had articles written about us referring to us as cum dumpsters. And that yeah. really, I, I got to say, I don't get offended about shit, but I was, that was like, oh, that sucks. See, that's that didn't offend me at but, all uh, because of the source. It didn't offend me, but I was like, oh, it didn't I, make I, I wish feel, people I, weren't, that is, I wish people yeah. didn't hate themselves that much. But, right, that makes me feel bad for that person. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. But but, I mean, people are gonna people right. are gonna say bet you all the time, but then I you just try and yeah not care. Mm. I'm you guys are amazing, and I think this this was like this was such a great thing to get up for today. You know what I mean? To be like yeah. that's exciting. Are you is your <laughs> one more show happening too. soon? I actually tonight I go to a rewrite session. So oh, we're, when are you performing it? Do you know yet? I don't know. I was de- I'm in development with a specific theater here, awesome. so it's been a long process, and we'll see. Cool. Is there yeah. a name for the show yet that we could look out for? Yeah, I think it's going to be called "You Are Here" because uh-huh. it's about moving so much and blah 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 blah. Ashley, so. and where can Morris, we f- you are here. Where can we find you online? Social media websites. So my Twitter is Ash Austin Morris. <laughs> I didn't make that. So cool. Yeah. You look like so not it. Because I I am so crappy at this stuff. Right. Promoting. Yeah. I'm so crappy at using Twitter at all of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that there's a lot of unnecessary nonsense. I know, but you guys are really good at it. I mean, <laughs> it aggravates it, it, me more than anything else. I mean, I, the amount of time I've spent angry on Twitter, oh, I, I, I wish I could get that back. Tweet. 
I mean, really, I've lost That's a lot I of want. days. I want to become so successful that I don't have to use Twitter. That's what I want. That's the dream. Like, Meryl Streep is not oh, tweeting. She fuck. Yeah. She's fucking gardening or making glassware. She's definitely in her spare doing ass time. Either of those two. Yeah. I want to be so famous that I don't need, or like successful, really, that I don't need a phone that if someone needs me, they can fucking drive a car Call to my, my friend's door and knock. <laughs> That's what I that want. That is the goal. No one talked to me ever. <laughs> oh, God. On That's that note, uh, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Ashley thank Austin you. Morris. This has Thanks. been Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Skirt. I've been all alone and shit, cause I've been on my grown up shit, cause I've been on my college shit, while I just get my dollars hit. Whoa, mama, I'ma make you proud. Whoa, mama, don't make a sound. A whole city about to get loud. Just give me some time now, cause I know you want me to be the best thing in the world I can ever be. They don't even see all the heights and new levels, man. I'm trying to raise be happy until I drop to my knees, man, and stand with. Until I drop to my knees, man, and stand with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been good, I've been good, I've been good. I've been doing everything like I said that I would Hey, I've been good, I've been good, I've been good I've been doing everything like you know that I should Thank you so hey, much for listening, like guys. This episode of Guys We Fucked is brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company that believes therapy should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. A Talkspace therapist can help you put on, you on the path to a happier life. For a special offer for our listeners, visit Talkspace.com slash GWF. Again, that's Talkspace.com slash GWF.